0: Hey guys, hey Dom, um, I'm Curtis, if you guys don't know me, I'll put this on the ground. Um, have you got like heaps of ox tongue on him. Yeah, me too, it's the worst. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone's adrenaline pumping, but I've never seen it so much than seeing like a kid getting like chased by like a pig foot and the kid's just like going and I'm just, I feel like I'm just sweating right now because my adrenaline's still going, it's just hectic. I just had like Mitchell just like chasing me up the oval with like an ox tongue I was freaking out, so I just bowed to the toilets, and I'm like, if I lock myself in a cubicle, I'm done. And it was sick, but I outran him. Anyway, um, what are we going to talk about? We're going to be checking out, cracking it, we're going to be cracking into Luke. Um, so if you've got your Bibles, keep Luke 4 open. We're going to be looking in there for a bit. But anyway, um, when you find out that something is really important, it changes a lot of things. Okay? So when you kind of have that moment and go, oh, this is important. It changes the things that you do, right? So an example, in like food tech at school, I was in like a group and we were cooking stuff and we were like cooking up like a chicken stir fry and I was like the chicken man. So I was cooking the chicken and I was like whipping away, just cooking some chicken and everyone was doing their thing and we're like in a group and they're like, you're in class, so you don't have heaps of time and the chicken was like, oh, this looks pretty cooked from the outside. So we served it up and we ate it. Chicken wasn't cooked. One of the guys, all of us were pretty good except for one guy who was like off for a little bit. He was pretty sick. wasn't the best, but that changed all the things for me. I found out that it's really important to check if the chicken's cooked before you eat it, and that changed things. Now, I check my chicken, and I don't get sick, and nobody dies, and we're all sweet, okay? Finding out that something is really important changes the things you do, okay? Another example, I don't rock climb, but let's imagine I did, okay? So, let's, I, I do rock climb okay, I'd think, yeah, it's pretty smart to go tell someone if I go rock climbing by myself because stuff can happen and it can go, his bad. And I get that. But now that I've seen 127 hours, I know that it's really important to tell people where I'm going. Has anyone seen the movie? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about it. So it's about this dude. It's like a true story. It's pretty good. And it's about this guy who goes rock climbing, okay? He's by himself and he doesn't tell anyone where he's going. And he's kind of like cruising along and then he falls and gets like his arm trapped under a rock. And he's like in the middle of nowhere. This is him. This is him just sitting under a rock. Like no one's around. No one knows where he is. And he's just trapped. And eventually after 127 hours of being there, he gets himself out. And it's all sweet. But it cost him like an arm and a leg to do it. Just kidding. Half true. He lost an arm. He had to cut his arm off. For those he who did it, he literally was just, he left with one arm. Okay. So after seeing that movie, if I went rock climbing, I'd know that it's really important to tell someone where I'm going because otherwise I could get in heaps of trouble. Understanding that something's really important changes what you do. Okay? That's what we're going to be getting into Tonight in this part of Luke, we're going to look at what Jesus sees as really important. And then we're going to see how that should change what we do. Okay? So this is what we're going to see. I'll tell you where we're going and then we'll go there so you can know what's going on. We're going to see from the Bible. We're going to see that Jesus has like authority, like epic authority, like he can just help people and heal people and just do hectic stuff, okay? We're going to see that. And then we're going to see that Jesus decides not to stay and help a bunch of people when he could, but he leaves, okay? And then we're going to see that he does that to go and tell people about the good news, which he thinks is really important, okay? That might be heaps confusing, but that's where we're going. You'll start to get that. I'm going to pray before we go, okay? So pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you so much um, that you speak to us in the Bible. I pray now as we dig into your words, that you can help us to understand them and that they can change our lives. Um, In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'll set the scene for you. Jesus, at this point, where we're going to be looking at, he's a grown man, he's about 30. Um, He's just begun his ministry, the work that he's going to be doing on earth. And we're going to look at what he does, okay? So if you come to verse 31, if you've got your Bible, First, I want to point out, this is history, okay? This really happened at a time and a place. And if we look at verse 31, Luke tells us where this is. So we can just go, yep, I know that place. This happened, okay? Check out verse 31. It says, Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath began to teach the people. Luke tells us the place where Jesus is, okay? He went to Capernaum, which is in Galilee, okay? This is history. This really happened. Luke tells us so we can know that this stuff really happened, okay? So Jesus is in this place called Capernaum, and he's teaching a bunch of people, okay? Check out what they do. Verse 32, they were amazed at his teaching because his message had authority. Jesus taught with authority, right? And we're going to look now at him showing his authority in action. So that's point one. Jesus has massive authority, okay? By authority, if you're confused, power. Jesus has hectic power, power to just do whatever he wants, okay? He's got authority. Okay, so check out verse 33. It says, In the synagogue where Jesus was, there was a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit. The man possessed by a demon. Okay, first up, Luke's telling us that demons do exist. And that might be super weird for you, but just because you don't understand this, I don't really get it, doesn't make it not true. This is an historical account. It's based off of people who are actually there. Okay, anyway, says so this man possessed by a demon. And he yelled to Jesus, saying, Ha, huh. what do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But now we're going to check out what Jesus does, okay? This is where we're going to see his hectic authority. Jesus just like, demon just rocks up. He's like, Jesus, and then we enter Jesus, okay? We're going to see what Jesus does, okay? Verse 35, be quiet, Jesus said, said sternly, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. Jesus is just like, be quiet and come out. The demon's quiet and comes out. And the man who the demon left was just not hurt. Okay? Jesus commands the demons to do whatever he wants. He has massive authority. Okay? And Check out the reaction of the people that were there. Verse 36. All the people were amazed and they said to each other, what is this teaching? With authority and power, he gives orders to evil spirits, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Okay? The people were amazed, and they just went and told everyone. It was just like, word spread. Jesus did this hectic thing, demon out, authority, crazy. Okay? Jesus has massive authority. He's got massive power. Just look at the stuff that he can do. So you know like when a teacher just goes to a kid, and they're just like, stand up, get out of my class. The kid just stands up and gets out. There's really any question, unless it's one of those like punk kids. Okay, they just get up and they get out. The teacher has authority and power over this kid. just like, "Stop talking, get out of my classroom." Well, Jesus is just like that with the demon. He's just like, "Stop talking, get out." Just, the demon kind of just does like the old walk of shame out of the classroom thing, but the equivalent. Okay, except Jesus isn't like a teacher because so many teachers just suck. Okay, but Jesus hates good. Okay, but he has authority like your teachers. He could, he commands them to do it, and it happens. They do it. Okay, let's look at, we're going to keep seeing his authority. Verse 38, Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever and they asked Jesus to help her. Jesus goes to Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law is like heapsick. They're just like, Jesus, can you help her out? Okay, now if we're going to look, we're going to check out what Jesus does. Jesus is going to show us his massive authority. Okay, we're not there yet. We'll get there. Um, Jesus has massive authority. Check it, 39. So he bent over her, sick mum. He bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. Okay? Jesus just tells the fever, scream. Fever's gone. Okay? Fever just gets out of there. Jesus has massive authority. He's got authority over this sickness. He, just want, he wants to heal someone, it's done. It happens. Okay? This is real, remember? This is history. This is events based on history. We have eyewitnesses accounts here of what really happened. This is the authority that Jesus has. Okay? Check out what he does next. It just gets even more hectic. Okay? Verse 40. When the sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness. Stop. Okay? Word spreading about Jesus, right? Everyone's just like, oh, Jesus is healing people. Jesus is like kicking out demons and stuff. So they're just like, okay, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick. Everyone that's sick, let's go to Jesus. Big like mob or whatever. So everyone just rocks up at Jesus and they're all sick. And they're just like, Jesus will do this one. That's pretty hectic. Like a doctor, they can, they can help sick people. But bring like a big crowd of people to a doctor and the doctor will just freak out. Okay? they are just be like, get me some more doctors. That's why we have hospitals. Okay? We don't have one doctor for the coast. We go to hospitals, okay? But they just bring all the sick people to Jesus, right? Now, check out Jesus' authority over sickness, okay? We're going to look? look at his authority. Verse 40. Laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Jesus heals every single one of the people that were brought to him. Jesus has massive authority, and it's incredible. And he's also got love and care and compassion for others. He's helping all these people. Okay? So, this is point one. Jesus has massive authority. But what does that mean for you guys? Okay? You guys sitting here right now, it's like, I don't care. Okay? Let me tell you, I'm going to give you three points about what this means for you. Point one don't mess with Jesus. Okay? If you just think, yeah, I don't really care about Jesus, I believe in Jesus, but I don't care. Think about what you're doing. Jesus has authority over demons and sickness and everything. Don't mess around with this guy. Okay? Point one. Point two. Trust him with anything and everything. Okay? Sometimes life's hard. Okay? Scratch that. A lot of the time, life is hard. Okay? We've got pain and hurt. We get picked on at school. We've got hurt and problems in our families. We've got problems with our friends. We get lonely. We feel overwhelmed. We're depressed. We've got hurt in our lives. But we can know that we're not alone. In another account in Matthew, it tells us that Jesus will always be with us wherever we go. And we know that Jesus has authority. He can do whatever He likes. So we can trust Him in our hard times because we know He cares and he can do anything he wants, okay? Trust him with anything and everything. Point three, pray. Jesus has massive authority and power and we can speak to him. Then we should. We should ask him for things and know that he has the power to do it. We should always be praying. It's an awesome thing we can do. Pray, pray heaps, okay? So in this, in this, we're starting to see what Jesus is like, what he came to do. He's got this authority and he's helping people. It seems as though what Jesus came to do was to heal people and to help people, but not quite. Okay, We actually see that Jesus decides to stop helping people and leave these people he's with. Okay? Jesus has authority to heal people and help people, but then he doesn't. He doesn't hang around and look after these people. And he doesn't go to another town to go and help them and go and heal them, okay? Check out verse 42, and we're going to see what happens, because this is you don't really know what Jesus is doing. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. So people just wanted Jesus to stay. It's like, Jesus, don't go. Stay here. It'll be his fun. We'll hang out and stuff. Obviously, they want Jesus to stay because he's just gone around like healing everyone. You want that guy to stick around, okay? But he doesn't, okay? He doesn't stick around, okay? So then we're going to look at what he says, okay? Check out verse 43. This is why he doesn't say, but he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because this is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching to the synagogues in Judea he leaves to go preach the good news to people. Jesus sees telling people this good news as the most important thing to do. So instead of staying and helping the people, he wants to preach the good news of the kingdom of God. That's what he says. So he thinks preaching this good news of the kingdom of God is more important than staying and healing people and helping people. And that must mean it's pretty important because if he's able to help these people and heal these people and all these other people, Then it must be pretty important to stop doing that and go and preach his good news. It's like this. So imagine just like Superman, he's just like rocks up at a cliff. That's Superman, for those you don't know. Um, He's just like rocks up at like a cliff edge, and there's just some guy on the top of the cliff edge just getting like people and just chucking them off one by one. Just going. I don't know what this guy's doing, but he's just chucking people off a cliff, right? And people don't put up much of a fight, but they're just going. Anyway, and then Superman's just like, okay, this one, I'm not probably the only one that can do this. And he just kind of swoops in, grabs one, sweet, grabs another one, grabs another one, and he's just grabbing them. And then after a couple, he just goes, whew, 3.30, and he just bails. Okay? (laughs) If he does that, and he can stay and help these people, then you're assuming that whatever he's going to do at 3.30 is heaps important. Because he's bailing on all these people to go do something else. Okay? It must be heaps important. That's like what Jesus is doing. He can help all these people, but he goes to do something else. So it must be heaps important to him what this other thing is. In fact, this is the reason he came to earth. Why God became a man at a time in history was to preach the good news, this says. Check out verse 43. It says, that is why I was sent. That's why Jesus was sent to earth to preach the good news of the kingdom of God. So for those of you who are lost, this is the question we need to ask now. What is this good news of the kingdom of God that he's talking about? Because apparently it's heaps important. Okay, What is this good news? Okay? That's what we're going to look at. So if you get your Bible, head back like a couple of chapters to earlier Luke, Luke chapter 2. Okay, We would have seen this earlier on in Luke. So if you get your Bible, come back there. If not, just listen heaps good or look at someone's Bible next to you. Um, so this is just after Jesus is born. So he's not 30 anymore, because you don't get born at 30. He's like zero or close to it. Okay? And there's angels talking to some shepherds, and it's heaps crazy. Okay. So verse 10, chapter 2, verse 10, it says, This is the angels talking to the shepherds. It says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Okay? Angel bringing some good news the angel's like i got some good news this is what i'm going to tell you and this is what we're going to say verse 11 is the good news see if you can get it it says today in the town of david a saviour has been born to you he is christ the lord a saviour has been born jesus the good news that they're talking about is that a saviour has come and that's jesus Jesus is going around preaching the good news of the kingdom of God, which is that he is the Savior and he's come to save his people. That's the good news. That's what's so important. Jesus saves us. Now, again, some is are heaps confused still. So I'm going to take another step back. What do I mean by Jesus saves us? Okay? Because it's heaps important. This is what Jesus is talking about. This is what that good news is. If you haven't been listening, you don't know what's going on. Listen now okay what does it mean by jesus saves us okay and tell you what the bible tells us the bible tells us that every single one of us needs saving okay you sitting here right now going i don't need saving the bible says differently okay every one of us needs saving every one of us rejects god our creator Just rejects him we all live our lives for ourselves and not for god we don't care about god And we can see this in our lives. Everything we do, we do it for ourselves. The Bible tells us that we all rebel against God and we don't treat Him the way we should. And because of that, we can't go to heaven. We don't deserve to. God is angry with us for the way we've treated Him and will suffer the punishment that we deserve for the way we've treated Him. And it's hectic. And this is the situation that all people are in. And if you're not a Christian, you don't have your trust in Jesus. The Bible says this is the situation you're in. We all reject the God of the universe, and we're helpless and need saving. Okay, and this is where Jesus comes in. Okay, Jesus comes to Earth as a man. He comes to Earth on a man as a man to die. To die. To die on a Roman cross in our place. Okay, this might be heaps confusing. Stay with me. We deserve punishment for how we treat God. But on the cross, Jesus takes that punishment. Jesus takes that punishment on himself so that if we trust Jesus, we can go to heaven, the kingdom of God, and we won't have to be punished. Okay, let me give you a little example just because you guys are heaps confused, okay? I just go like crazy, right? And I just, where's Hazy? Hazy, where are I? Okay, Hazy. I just go crazy, right? And just get outside, just get like a sledgehammer and just like destroy Hazy's car. Uh, okay, so I don't. So anyway, so I just go find like Leon And I just get like a sledgehammer and I just like go to town and then get a bigger sledgehammer from town and then smash up his car, okay? And I just like smash up his car, heaps good and just bash it up and his car's just a wreck, okay? Now, I'm gonna pay for that car, okay? I've caused damage and I'm gonna pay for it. If I don't, I'm going to jail and me and Leon probably aren't gonna be friends anymore, okay? What Jesus did when he died is he paid the price we deserved. He's punished instead of us. So it's like, Jesus gives me some money to pay for Leon's car. Like, I've done this. I've caused this damage. He's like, here's some money, man. I'll pay for it. I'll cop this one. I'll be punished for what you've done, and I'll I'll pay for the car. That's what it's like. We deserve punishment from God, but Jesus pays for it. Jesus steps in and goes, I got this one. I'll pay for this one. I'll be punished in your place. So like, if he pays for the car, I'm just like, sick. I don't have to pay for this car anymore. Jesus dies for us, and we're just like, sick, I don't need to pay for this anymore. Okay? That's the good news, and that's awesome, okay? and that's real. That's the good news of the kingdom of God that Jesus talks about, that the way we've treated God has been paid for by Jesus, so we don't have to pay for it. And that's so good. There is a way for us to go to heaven. There is a way that we can be forgiven of all our wrongs. There is a way that we can have a relationship with God. And it's by the death of Jesus. That's good news. If you've got more questions or thoughts or anything about that, come talk to us. Talk to your leader. Talk to your friend that brought you here. Talk to me. I'd love to talk to you about that. Any questions you got, ask them. Okay? But that's what this good news is. Let's get back to this part of Luke. I mean, Luke 4 still. Okay? Let me recap where we've been. Okay? So Jesus has massive authority. We were there, remember? He can just like heal people, demons, get out, sick, get out of here. Okay? Jesus has massive, hectic authority to just do whatever he wants. Then Jesus decides not to stay and help these people, even though he can. He's like, I can help these people, but I'm leaving to go and do something else. And we've seen that he leaves to tell people the good news, which he sees as most important. Okay? He sees it as incredibly important. Another book in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 15, Paul, the guy that's writing, says that this is of first importance or of most importance. That the most important thing is Jesus saving us by dying in our place. I'm going to say that one again, okay? Listen to this. The most important thing is Jesus saving us by dying in our place. You got that? Make sure you get that. So that's what Jesus came to do. He came to tell people this good news and then to die, which is what this good news is. He was sent to tell people about the good news. I'm going to tell you guys what this means for you. Okay? I'm going to bring this together and to smash this. Okay? This is what this means to you. Because for all of you guys, this applies to you. Knowing that the good news is important changes what you do. Okay? Like 127 hours, You know, tell someone or you're going to be in trouble. Knowing that the good news is important will change what you do. So listen up to this. If you're not a Christian, okay, it's awesome you're here. Keep coming back. Let me tell you what this means for you. If you're not a Christian and you don't trust Jesus, you need to understand this good news. You need to accept this good news. You need to trust in Jesus. Okay? Jesus died in your place. And if you trust Jesus, you trust that he did die in your place then you'll be saved. You'll be saved. This is so important. This is the most important thing in your life. Okay, Jesus says that this is priority number one for him. It's priority number one for you. Trust in Jesus. And if you are a Christian, there's a couple of things you guys need to do. You guys need to trust in Jesus as well. One more thing you've got to do. Make sure you understand the gospel. Understand this good news. Understand that you're saved by Jesus and know that this is incredibly important. Know how important this is. This is why Jesus came for this good news. Okay, Know how important it is. Second or third, understand this good news in suffering, in hard times. You're all going to go through hard times. Some of you guys are going through really hard times right now. Some of them are going to be Keeps hard, okay? What we can take from this part of the Bible, from what Jesus says, is that our greatest need is taken care of. We have this good news, which is the most important thing. Whatever else we go through in life is not as important. So when times are hard, we can know that our greatest need is taken care of. Suffering in hard times are hard. But they're not the worst thing ever. The worst thing would be spend eternity without God and facing God's anger. That's the worst thing, but the good news is that Jesus saves us from that. Jesus saves us from that. So when you go through hard times, understand the good news and understand that your biggest need is taken care of. Okay, Number four: What are your priorities? Okay, what are the most important things to you? What are your like top priorities? You're just like, yeah, sport. Most important for me, sport is just everything. Maybe you're just like friends, friends and staff, boys, that's where it's at, girls, that's it. Okay, just mucking around, having fun. Okay, whatever it is, what is your top priority? What's most important for you? Because these things are all pretty good. Okay, but the most important thing is this good news. That's what Jesus tells us. Make sure that's the most important thing to you. Don't put anything else above this. Don't just be like, I'm not bringing my friends to youth or I'm not even coming to youth because I've got beach volleyball on today. Like, don't do that, okay? You can do it sometimes, but uh, maybe not. I don't know. But people hearing about Jesus is the most important thing, okay? Just so you know, do you want to know why I picked beach volleyball? Because I know that none of you do that at this time because it has to be light for beach volleyball. Smart, didn't want to offend. Anyway, number five, this is my last point, okay? Knowing that the gospel's heaps important, you need to tell people about this good news. So many people do not know this good news, and they need Jesus, and they need to know him, they need to know this good news, and they need to trust him. Let your mission in your life be like Jesus's, okay? This good news is the most important thing. Tell people about it. Tell people about it. Spend your life telling people about this good news. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? Some of you are, and that's heat's good. Keep doing that. Tell people about this good news. Verse 43. I'll read it out again from Luke 4. But he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also because this is why I was sent. This good news is heaps important.